Hello and welcome to Twinish. I'm your host Lisa and I'm here with my amazing co-host Keish. Hey y'all. Hey girl. Okay so we are back with part two of the narcissistic relationship conversation that we have been having. Mm-hmm. We have Britt the introvert to my right. Hey everybody. And to my left we have Reno aka D aka Darius. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so Part two is we're just going to talk about the recovery slash healing process of dealing, being in a relationship with a narcissistic person. Um, I can say, I can just, you know, start it off really quick. It has been a tough healing process. Can anybody else agree? Yeah, definitely. Um, One of the main things I've noticed is uh, in order to heal, I just had to pay extra attention to myself. Um... What can you say, Lisa? Um, for me, it was it was weird. Okay, so like certain things would just bother me. You know how stuff would be a trigger for you? Yeah. Um, and I didn't notice it because that's like a form of like not letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, like not letting go to that of that pain because you're not over it. You know, and I didn't. It didn't click with me with that. It's like, oh, I don't care. But then something somebody could say would trigger me like super quick. Mm -hmm. So somebody was like, you got to get over that. Like, and that, just those words, I'm just like, who are you? I got to get over it. Right, like, who are you? But shortly after that, I got over it. Like, nothing really triggers me anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, how how many years has it been at this point? Like five, six. six? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's been six years, and it's like okay. But after that person, shall, shall I tell that person who that person was? No, 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 no. Okay. Person? But I was, what I wanted to know is like how <laughs> is person? it being in a relationship after being in a narciss- narcissistic relationship? Because I haven't gotten to that point yet. Mm-hmm. I still feel as though I'm harboring those feelings. But you, you're five years into a new relationship. How is it? Like, how do you feel after being in such a type of relationship? It's very. Um, so at first, it was a lot of paranoia, and he could, he can like test Be, to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of paranoia, like a lot of just spazzing for no reason about like certain things, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then there's certain things that when you're in a relationship, even if it's like narcissist or whatever a bad relationship it's just certain things after a certain age or a certain time period of dealing with it you're not gonna deal with it in that relationship Mm -hmm. and that goes for him too like it's certain things that he's been through that he's not gonna put up with me doing you know and it's vice versa so it i think i've gotten better with certain things like i'm still i can still be tripping sometimes but you know that just be me it ain't it don't got nothing to do with nothing in the past it just be me we're human yeah yeah um so i think it's gotten better like in the beginning definitely i brought a lot of baggage into the relationship that could have been you know talked about i could have healed from it you know but um i thought i gave myself enough time but like maybe i didn't and like i blamed him not blamed him but i put a lot of the hurt onto him when i shouldn't have been doing that Mm -hmm. so it's been it has been the easiest but it's gotten better yeah so you remember what i like to say is like you were building a new house with old bricks yeah yeah 
So, Britt, the introvert, can you touch on this topic, like the recovery and healing process? Do you have like a, I don't know if you have like a step-by-step or do you have like a point of view? Um, I feel like it's definitely going to take time when you first, when it first happens. Like if it say, if a discard happens, you're not going to know what happened and it's going to be very disrespectful and you're going to feel like you want to take revenge but the best thing that I was told by everybody, even though I felt like the people around me didn't give me the grieving part because they just was glad it was over because they had tried to tell me mm-hmm. about it time and time again. Mm-hmm. So the best thing to do is cut all contact, block them on everything. Yeah. Um, and, and move on the best way you know how and know that it's not the end of anything you actually start a new beginning so um don't be so afraid and after that you'll start to feel better because you will realize that this relationship was a weight on your shoulders so i say everything it's gonna have like a ripple effect it's gonna be a lot of good things it might feel sad and depressing at first but it's a lot of good things that's gonna happen in your life going forward Mm -hmm. and um also um yeah, and if they try to hoover, like I said before, if they try to come or back around, just um, you can respectfully decline offers to meet up. You can be like, thank you, but no thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to meet them with the out of character outburst that you feel like you gonna, that you need to do. You, you don't have to match the level of disrespect. You can just move on and then let that be a lesson to you and not so much like... Um, I guess resentment, don't carry all that. Don't carry the shame that you felt because you're going to learn a lot of lessons. You're going to realize a lot of hurt that they did to you over time. You, it's almost like you realizing like, like it's like under, like you're being taught something mm-hmm. and being untaught a lot of stuff and uh, learning a lot of good things about yourself. So mm-hmm. it's going to me, it's, it's nothing but a glow up. That's going to happen afterwards. Period. And I I feel you have like a lot of fear and anxiety when Uh you're leaving, you know, because you're like, oh, I'm leaving this quote unquote safety net that I that we built, that we created, you know, or he left this uh, or she left this uh, situation we had and just left me flapping in the wind, basically. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of fear and anxiety because you don't know what's next. You know, can I be honest? Mm -hmm. I feel like. Me and me and the person that I was with, we didn't have that type of long term relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like our relationship was about a year or a little bit less than a year. Um, I think my fear that came into it wasn't like I was comfortable. My fear came from I didn't think I can find anybody else to love me. Mm-hmm. Like my fear was, let's be honest, like I'm a thick girl, like. I have this, I have that, or whatever it is. You be pulling like crazy, Shorty. What are you talking about? (laughs) That's the thing, though. It's just, at that moment, I was just like, am I going to find anybody else? Mm -hmm. Like, will anybody else admire me the way that he used to admire me? You know what I'm saying? So, like, my fear came from, will I ever find anybody else to love me like this? But then I realized, like, I need to love myself like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have to love me more than anybody else could ever love me. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And so that was just like a big turning point for me was to realize I have to put myself first in that situation. And then also with the love bombing and that that they create a narrative that wasn't even true to begin with. So you hold them to this higher standard. And I think, bro, I think you said this to me one day I was braiding your hair and you was like you fell in love with the idea of this person. So you was in your in my mind. I was like I was longing for a relationship that didn't exist. Yeah, that's the manipulation and the mind control of narcissistic abuse. Yeah. And then I know like you'll feel when you think back on everything, you're going to feel that shame. Like, how did I let this happen or how did this happen to me? I feel stupid. I went back. I did all this. Um, and you're going to feel that. And that's OK. Uh, but just know, like. It happens, you know, it's, it's like, as long as you don't waddle in that, you, you address it and you move on. And that paranoia, that paranoia happens because it's like, I've been attacked. I've been put in this situation. Is this next person going to do that? Mm -hmm. And then that's the scary part because you don't know what this next person, who this next person is because that person that had that, um, those characteristics like you treated me well you did all this in the beginning and then you turned out to be this evil person mm-hmm. so is that what i'm gonna have to deal with that's in my a next year that yeah that's a I have true a fear. legit fear of that right now like every time i feel like i'm getting close with somebody i'm like are you the same right. am i not seeing those signs like are is it not clear that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you are the same person that i was dealing with in the past it's a legit fear and that's a good so you know how they be like um oh i don't want my man around my friends and mm-hmm. stuff and i mean that's like a real thing because you know stuff happens, Shit you know? happens. <laughs> but um like how i saw with i'm like it's Yikes, we're name dropping <laughs> oh i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay keep going <laughs> Period, Pooh. <laughs> I'm sorry with Homeboy. Um, nice clean up. All right. I have to edit that. Um, but what happened with him and your, I'm like, your light is dimming. Yeah. And I didn't even meet him. So right. it's like, I can tell, like, based off I know what's this. going on. And you, it's like you would have these, you'd be like, oh, he didn't do this. He didn't do that. He didn't show up to this. But we're going to do this. So, you know, that's making up for it. And I'm just like, but did you notice it was a, it was a tactic. It was a tactic where I felt like he was trying to keep me away or like not allow us to have this thing where you can meet him. It was like a tactic mm-hmm. of like, I'll give you that so, in so thought. Nobody, so nobody would see it. Exactly. And it was, I don't never... know if he's like fresh to it or maybe he not. Maybe that's why yeah. windows were getting busted out because <laughs> that's the type of energy she was bringing. Like, you know, you not going to play me. You not going to do this to me. So yeah. I'm about to wreck your that's life. That's true. Now that I think about it, now that I think back on it, I really feel like a lot of it was justified and I just never knew because I was just in this role of. Yeah, because they can play any narrative like and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of females that's crazy. It's a lot of dudes that's crazy. But when they play it like, oh, no, she's just crazy Mm -hmm. because at a point in time I was getting cheated on. Mm -hmm. I caught him 
And he told her that I was his crazy ex. Right. Like from like years ago. Yeah. And she's telling me all this. And I'm like, are you serious? You just play me as a narrative. Like, I'm not your current girlfriend, but you're out cheating. Like, it's crazy how men will just, guys, oh, boys will just lie. remind me when we're off the air. I got to update you on something. About okay. That. But it's just crazy how they will just lie just to get what they want. To make it justified. Justify what Mm -hmm. they doing. Right. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. So it's things like that where they can just be like, oh, no, she just, she crazy. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her. Like, she just psycho. I don't know why she bashed my windows. Like, you know exactly why she bashed your windows. You know the exact (laughs) reason. And now I want to be the person to come and smash them in. Right. Because I know your exact location, but I ain't going to do that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Ain't that what you're supposed to say? I also (laughs) want to bring up the fact that uh, a lot, they call it, uh, like, narcissists keep a lot of women and people in their harem. They call it a harem. Mm -hmm. And. Harem. Yeah. Ain't that what they call geese? Like birds of a feather flock, flock together, together, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was in like a not even like a triangle because I wouldn't say I'd be in it. But he always tried to make me jealous of his exes beforehand mm. or a female friend, like trying to say, "Oh yeah, she." I talked to her. She had excellent conversation skills because I didn't talk at all. Mm-hmm. So he would try to make something that I felt insecure about. And big up another woman. So I would want to have conversations with him. But he, in, in hindsight, he was a boring person. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you, yeah. they try to make themselves look interesting. Mm-hmm. When in fact, there's no substance to it at the end of the day. Yeah. You when, had more substance nine, than them. Nine times out of ten, uh, their friends are annoyed with them. Their friends really can't stand them. They mm-hmm. just there because they have some type of tenure, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to high school together or, or grammar school or something like that. But they really can't stand them. They talk about them behind their back. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, like, with you, the relationship you was in, like, I knew things that people were annoyed with him mm-hmm. about, you know. The relationship I was in, people were hella annoyed with him. Mm-hmm. So... They try to make it, try to down you like you ain't bomb, like you don't got great conversation skills, like you, you know, you ain't popping when it's really them. And they just put that, plant that seed in your head like you're not good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can hold my own with the best of them now <laughs> when I was afraid to talk. I mean, you're I didn't a YouTube wanna, star now. <laughs> I didn't want to sound stupid, I mm-hmm. guess, you know, so I just refrain from talking much. Yeah. So he would be the voice of the relationship right so um reno hmm. you got what's your take on any of this like i know where we were supposed to be in the healing process but you know a little couple nerves have been struck as we keep talking so mm-hmm. <laughs> um so what's your take on anything any any words of encouragement encouragement words of encouragement or words, um, period. You've been a little quiet. People want to hear from you. I think it's an interesting topic. Um, the psychology behind it is very interesting. It's kind of what I was trying to wrap my brain around. Mm-hmm. You know, is 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 very similar to. Um, 
I don't I don't know exact word for it, but all right, growing up in Chicago, it, it's a very it's a it's a pimp heavy pimp heavy culture in Chicago. Yeah. Um. So, it reminds me of that dynamic that so-called pimps have, mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting. It it's a it's a psychological tool that they use. It's like. Like, how do you keep a person around that doesn't want to be around? Like, the, in their head, like, you know, in their head, they know they shouldn't be around. But it's like, how do you keep them around? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you make them think that you doing something for them. Because really, you took something away from them. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, it's a whole other thing, like, if you really want to talk about it. But it's like, basically, you, you take some away. And then you give that to them and you make them think they're the only one that can give it to them. Right. And then that's how you keep people around. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what they do. Um, so the psychology behind that, I, I kind of thought was interesting. It's just you, you use it something differently. In this one, you're using, like, um, emotions. Like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you're giving them some emotion that they wanted and then you're taking it away. And then you're making them think they're not going to get that unless it's from you. Right. Right. And I mean, it's a tactic. It's um, it should be up there with psychopaths, in yeah. my opinion. If if no, not, to be totally honest, yes, I think it is a a. I think I read something that there's a certain type of narcissist that narcissistic trait that is in psychopaths. The thing I find interesting, if you not, even if you kind of are keen to like, if you if you know what's happening, you can still be susceptible to it, but. My thought was, I wonder if you know that it could happen, does it make you less um, susceptible to it happening to you? And that's something I I don't have an answer for. But um, it's a very interesting dynamic. I think it could happen to you again because you you attracted to... The type of men that do it, like that I that is also true attractive, the type of men that... Um, I'm trying to find a commonality between the two. You know, something? I notice it is. I don't want to say that though. Yeah, but, but it more or less. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. But no, you said it happens more with men, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It said that on the. Uh, and okay, uh, in the in the information research facts, yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I initially, when I initially heard the term, because I wasn't really familiar with it. I was like, I feel like as a guy, you have to have a certain because it it says it's a grandiose amount of confidence mixed with a lack of empathy mm-hmm. that creates the narcissist. Right. That's mm-hmm. a couple of the tendencies. Yeah. So that type of confidence is praised in in like the male uh, I don't know, hierarchy, if male you want to call it, or in like society, mm-hmm. like that type of confidence is usually a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you mix it with like a lack of empathy, then that's when it becomes a problem, right? Right. So, but but it's it's still also with manipulation as well. It's with, with other ma- things with manipulation yeah. and other things. So my initial thought was, um, is it the confidence that's the problem? And until I really learned, you know, what it was. But it, the confidence is not the problem. No. It's, it's the uh, it's the lack of empathy for other people and then the manipulation part, which comes from the lack of empathy. I yep, believe, right. Yeah. Um, that really leads to it. But I figure it would probably be more prominent in males before 
now I would think it, it might not really matter. Um, but because you have to have like, I would say this, like in three different arenas in my life, confidence is a, a big part of it. Like just as a guy, you have to have confidence, like being around other guys because mm-hmm. it's a stupid hierarchy. But it's like a, you know, who's got the if you take like baboons, who's got the brightest ass, you know, that's who's the the leader, the alpha who people usually look to right mm-hmm. like who who has the most confidence about themselves people call it swag people call it different things but it's trip it's a, right but it's a confidence because you could wear the same thing as somebody else but if you don't wear it with confidence it yeah. doesn't look right mm-hmm. right so it's a confidence thing so just in normal life as a guy confidence comes in handy and then also like in your professional career i work in the construction industry where mostly all they do is yell and whoever yells the loudest is usually who gets their point across. Um, and that, that comes with confidence. Like, you know, if you could confidently, it's not about what you say sometimes. Like, if you could confidently say something, because me and I, the buddy I used to ride with, he used to just, like, we just, at, at a certain point, we got to a point where we used to just make up facts mm-hmm. and say it confidently. And he'd be like, I ain't know that. It's like, nah, I just made this shit. Uh, so <laughs> a trait of a narcissist. Right, but we was doing it to have fun. Like, we'd be like, did you know Pepsi was invented in France? He'd be like, I didn't know that shit. Hey, one, I just made that up. But it sounded like I knew what I was talking about, right? But it's usually something against women or, like, a little known fact they are trying to throw in there to say, like, it's some oh, logic behind narcissists. it. Yeah, and okay. then I would Google search it at, while they were talking. <laughs> that's that's their downfall now. Right. right. Can't, um, can't no. Google. And then uh, I'd also say, like, just, just being, like, a, a black person, you got to have a certain amount of confidence. Um, in what you're doing, I understand the confidence part, but it's no excuse for the abuse that women have to endure. It should be a different, like a it should be a different. Okay, it it does have something to do with your upbringing. I heard that. Yes. Um, and it has to do some a lot of times with uh, their relationship with their mother. I would think that would have to go into the empathy part. Like, if you're specifically talking to abuse towards women, then, yeah, I would say it probably has something to do with that. But if you're just talking people in general, because anybody could be a sociopath, right? Sure. I mean, not sociopath. What are you talking about? Um, narcissist? Narcissist. There I mean, I get the general uh, generalization of it, but we're talking about specifically the abuse towards women and how that it comes about and how it's it's overlooked because society does want y'all to show y'all alpha male and stuff like that and you can be a good person on the outskirts but women are suffering Mm -hmm. and it's a new epidemic it's a phenomenon happening i don't think it's new i think it has to do with society in general it may not be new but shit it's sorry it's happening at a rapid rate yeah it's happening more now than it I, i think so i think so now or or you know what? It wasn't so much the pushback of women actually knowing what it was it's, and we speaking up for ourselves. Yeah, and it's glamorized. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a lot of people who yeah. are, are doing it? this and they are yes. yes. Yes, it is. And it's a You 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 seen the not you uh watched my video with uh what's his Lil name? Duvall. Lil Duval Duval can make a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I seen a woman in the hospital behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different levels to it and I don't think it's funny and I feel like it needs to be more awareness outside of YouTube. I think comedians have to be judged in a different realm, though. 
But he ain't even fucking. He not. I mean, but he ain't no Dave Chappelle. He not. Like Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle made a joke about pedophilia. Exactly. That's what I'm. That's why we had a conversation about comedians. Like comedians, you have to have a certain line. But yeah, it does kind of depend on like if you're funny or not, whether it's respected. But it's another conversation. But it's the way you know what, and you can probably make a joke out of it. But the way he like teed it up it's a it, way to go about it it was very disrespectful it, and it was misinformation because you're saying if a guy has self-worth self-worth like to what being uh, okay i, I haven't to, heard the joke so i don't uh, know and it, it wasn't even but, like a it was a it was on twitter it, it was, was a tweet. tweet okay and people was like making it viral like it's a sure thing yeah, but and I, I mean, was like that's the danger dangers of social media. So he media wasn't saying like in a, he was. Just, he's a comedian who said it. He wasn't saying it in a comedic realm. He wasn't. I right, don't. Yeah. I but don't he posts a lot of stuff that's like he posts a lot of controversy to, to try stuff. to like stir up to, stuff. But I didn't think it was funny because it's really a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a problem amongst a lot of women now, and 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 so many women wouldn't have. Like it, it wouldn't be channels on it, and people, people mirroring my story, like mm-hmm. other women, young women, and it's just some women don't get out of it, and I just, I just feel like I have to speak up and say something, you know. It, it's the fact that it was happening back then, and it's still happening today. That, that's my thing. It hasn't gotten better, and now mm-hmm. you see more of it. I and you mm-hmm. like, like we what say you, with everything. What do you think the cause of it? Being more prevalent now, more pre- because we have social media with everything. So it's Be- not that it's more prevalent; it's seen more. It's seen more, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's been happening, like racism, all this. Everything's been happening, but now we get to see it. So now we have a voice against it because now we see what's actually happening in homes. Women can make a YouTube channel in secret to get her story out there. Mm-hmm. We can see it now, and they're not just suffering, you know, with the children or crying. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Keach. No, because I don't have, like, the specific things to to make this statement, but I've seen it or I witnessed it. I feel like it is glamorized a lot, whether it's verbatim or just insinuated in rap music. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff is coming off as, like, you treat her like this. You do this. You do that. And, you know, I feel like it, a lot of shit is glamorized, whether we want to admit it or not. And then we're like when when women start talking about certain things and they looked at as the bad person. But it could be stated in a, a male's a black male's rap song and it's glamorized. It's, it's OK to talk about certain stuff. Mm-hmm. It's OK to treat a woman like this. It's OK to do her or, or do, a, you know, treat her like that or like literally like. It sucks. It sucks. It really is glamorized. And whether we want to admit it or not, it's a thing. I seen a debate where a woman, it was just one woman. It was like four guys trying to debate with her about like, like we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. And their argument against her was, oh, y'all women today listen to Meg the Stallion. That was all they kept saying and twerking and like throwing out these, these, generalizations like these random things that don't have nothing to do with the topic and then she couldn't really say her piece because she didn't know how to like articulate the points and stuff they ain't had no point but it was just a bunch it was male energy up against one woman Mm -hmm. and i'm just trying to say like 
it's time for us to say our part. Like, you can't be mad at my truth. Like, I can't be mad at a man's truth. And I appreciate, you know, you saying, like, the culture of how some men do think. Oh, no. I wasn't trying to make an excuse. Let no, me, no, no. I know not an excuse. I was just wanting to hear, like, a different perspective yeah. and then we can. I was just wondering if it was a correlation between it. It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> there was no excuse to be made from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it, was just, that was my thought upon it. I, I just want, like, you know what I'm saying? Let people get their point yeah. across. Point across. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a topic that we probably can talk, like, way more about. But I'm just happy we're getting our voices, like, you know, allowing our voices to be heard on this topic. And then what's also crazy to me, and then I know we can wrap it up, is the fact that I'm having this conversation about what happened. Mm-hmm. And I know the narcissist can come back and say, a whole different story yeah it but y'all seen it with y'all eyes y'all saw it mm-hmm. but i didn't ha- like in my head i don't have those witnesses mm-hmm. so he his it's his word against mine so imagine if i didn't even have y'all and people was like oh she's crazy and then y'all saw what happened mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's that's i just had that in my brain just think about because you do have us you know and like i got you you like you know what i went through i know what you went through and the thing is if we didn't have each other and it's their word against ours like people are gonna believe them Mm -hmm. because they got their mamas (laughs) you know oh that's a whole different oh that's definitely an entirely different yeah i'm ready for that though (laughs) because i got a lot but yeah and then that's the thing it's like their mama is nine times out of ten they gonna go to bat for them Mm -hmm. even though it it was a point in time where um this dude's grandmother was like she better not get back with him Mm -hmm. and it's like people see it but then like the mother i don't it don't click with them yeah and it's like i mean i think you looking up the you you looking for validation in the wrong area it would be nice if if their mother would acknowledge it, which they no, should. No, and it, no, it's not even like I want you be, to be on my side. No, it's not that at all. But it's just like if you, as a mother, if I see my son doing wrong, you no, that's that's it, not right? gonna fly. You you're not gonna see, treat speaking, a, a female you're speaking like that as a person to what another person should do. Um, in a sense, I mean, it's right. I'm not okay. saying you're wrong. That's what they should do. Mm-hmm. But people not going to do that and i know no i know that people aren't going to do that but that's what i'm saying that if we didn't have each other and we didn't know each other's story Mm -hmm. then it would be like oh no he's telling the truth he's right because who we got who do women have because when you're with a narcissist they like i wasn't seeing my family i wasn't seeing people like that my question is who who are you you're saying it's your word against his, so it's 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 a conversation you're having in your mind, right? It, it because it a, of the manipulation, you feel like they make it seem like you're alone. Right. So as soon as the relationship, you feel it coming to like this, like this, whatever the clash mm-hmm. or whatever, you feel like, oh my god, like I've been by myself all this time. My family's not gonna believe me. I thought. Like, you don't have, like, I don't have anyone because he isolated me from everybody. Mm-hmm. And so he has his mama. He got all his fake ass friends. He got his homeboy. Like, you know what I'm saying? People 
that he went to school with, people on Facebook. He got everybody believing this narrative. Mm-hmm. And then it's just you. And then you come like, And, and okay. then you come along trying to say, oh, this, that, and the third happened to me because it did. Who I got to witness that? Nobody. When you, they isolate you from everyone. And like, we, so you mm-hmm. rarely see your friends. So you try to have parties you try to get people over just to see outside people because you not going no fucking way right and and the mama thing came from as a woman could you please like understand that how how can you let your son disrespect me and then you ride for him because every my mama told me like women are women first you a woman Mm -hmm. first so in relationships and stuff like that just remember you a woman first so um, if you see your son disrespecting somebody and you let that fly because you just like, it's my son, that's my baby. Mm-hmm. But you saw me bringing groceries over. You saw me taking care of him when he was sick. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, sorry, mm-hmm. am I loud? No, no, you're just table. banging. Sorry, <laughs> I, I felt it. It was I'm passionate. Like, I understand. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's like, as a woman, she needs right, to Right, as a woman because... As a woman, like say you have a husband or whoever and you're being treated that way. You don't want to be treated that way. So why would you want another woman? It's the to crazy be thing because when you, that way. when you when you know it's just from history alone, women love their sons and they raise their daughters. It's a different type yeah. of love. It's mm-hmm. a different type of interaction when it comes to dealing with a, a mother of a son. Mm-hmm. It's a different it type. Is. It is. And it's hard. You can never allow a, a, a mother of a son to see what you feel. And even if she went through that shit, mm-hmm. I mean, stop. But it's different. Women love their sons and they raise their daughters. And that's just one thing that we just have to still deal with to this day. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, it's, it's just, it is what it is. You know? That's more or less what I was trying to say. And I was trying to. No, say I that mean, in and the I, aspect I, I of get that. We all get it, yeah. A hundred percent. Still sucks. We were just saying. We're just explaining. Our perspective. Yeah, our side of it. It still sucks. Because it, it doesn't get out there. And I'm trying to say. doesn't get better. It doesn't. So no. we know that's a thing. Mm-hmm. What's something that um, can be done to... Um, avoid that you got to change the narrative in the household mm-hmm. that that they don't they don't start from us trying to help it it has to change the narrative if you even yeah. go back to michelle obama she said that i, I agree mm-hmm. but since we we running close on time i want to it's hard to change other people mm-hmm. that's one of the hardest things like and i always say you can't change other people they have to want to change right yeah. right so what's something that that person can do that we we can give them to kind of help get out of uh, or or start to kind of look towards like getting out of that situation go to therapy oh leave oh generational curses you have to literally get to that point where enough is enough seek help seek therapy talk it out try to do better to talk about be open and do better for the generations to come like we have to stop recycling the same narrative mm-hmm. and stop enabling the men to think that it's okay because the mamas are like, oh, you know, I got your back no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like that narrative has to stop. That enable it has to stop. Like I, I honestly don't even know what to do to fix it. Therapy, raise is your a own big part. kids. How about how about raise both and 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 love both? Yeah. Stop loving one and raising the other. 
Like True. it's it's too it's too choosy, too no picky favoritism, and choosy. All that. Yeah. That's that's the point that needs to be made. Because that gets passed on to love everybody and raise kids. everybody. Cause you can't you can't keep nurturing one and then expecting the other one and to just And they wonder why like they disrespect like, why why they, the relationship is different yeah. when you get older. Yeah. It's different. Could definitely disrespect Because uh, my brothers like women. It's different. All the time. I I don't get it how they can like love their mother. Like guys, they can love be love their mother and then just go disrespect like someone else. You yeah. know? Someone's yeah. mother, someone's daughter. Like that is it's baffling to me. I don't know. I guess it's cause they it's their mama. But I digress. Cause yeah. we are out of time. Yeah, it's okay. We'll 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 talk part about three. some other stuff later. <laughs> like, it has to I don't be a even know three. if we I don't even know if I got the energy for part three, but it I'm down to talk about it later, later on. Yeah. Um Thank you. Thanks. I wanna give a special thanks to Bertha Introvert and Reno for coming and sharing their thoughts with us. Um Thank you all for having what, what time did you it would need to be eleven forty three? Oh okay. Um, okay. I'm sorry if we didn't get all of your points, uh Reno, if you didn't get all your points out. Oh, that's fine. But oh. we, but you know, we gonna pull up regardless. We're gonna talk mm. about it more. And we can do a whole nother episode and I'm happy just to get a lot of stuff off my chest. I don't I think y'all probably feel the same way and I really I hope a lot of people take their time to listen and it's not like we're trying to dig on a specific gender identity or anything like that but just know that it's, it's, it's from our point of views and yeah. what we've been through yeah and that's just that on that yeah any last words now I love y'all we were just catering to the topic <laughs> don't be a narcissist if you are in a relationship get out it's pretty introvert. If you need any type of just to talk about it, feel free to reach out. I'm sure you can reach out to Britta Introvert. She is on Instagram, Brit underscore the underscore introvert. And then we also have Twinish Podcast on Instagram. If you just want to talk about it to get it out, we here. We here. We definitely here. Um, and if that is all, we just want to say, as always, stay, stay lit. lit. <laughs>